Do I not have to work? I also bring an in income to this household. <laughs> so I'm just so astounded sometimes by the comments I'm hearing from other women to women. And as women, we need to be nicer to each other. We're good moms. Who can tell us otherwise? Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of B3 Boss Babies and Thoughts. While I talk about all things motherhood, entrepreneurial, and how to have fun with everything in between. I'm your host, Jessica with a Y, and I cannot wait to dive into today's topic. So make sure to grab your favorite cocktail, sit back, relax, and unwind. Let's have some fun. Welcome to today's episode of Boss Babies and Bottles, and today I'm talking about mom guilt. (laughs) I feel like if your mom has felt this before, and it's just a topic that I felt kind of strongly about as I kind of listen to friends and family who are hearing my podcast um, talk to me, you know, I realize how much stuff we have kind of going on inside of us as women, and I don't feel like we talk about it enough, and so... It was really hard for me to do that last episode on breastfeeding and talking about the NICU, my son. And, you know, I just feel like mom guilt is one of those things that sits inside of all of our brains as mothers. Because as moms, we want to do everything, right? And societal norms are really kind of just on top of us, on top of everything else that we have going on. And so I just kind of wanted to go through, I guess, the things I'm feeling as mom guilt and that I know other people are feeling and... It's just crazy to me because, you know, in terms of the whole breastfeeding thing, I wanted to, if there was a way that I could have possibly breastfed my children fully, no formula, just somehow both of them fully every single time, I probably would have. I literally did all the research and had plans on it in my head and knew that it would be difficult, but if there was a way I was going to figure it out. And having it not work exactly as I had envisioned it is semi-disappointing, but and, and I'm okay with the way that I, we are now, you know? I give my kids what I can, they still breastfeed, I pump for my daughter, I breastfeed my son. Ariella does not like being <laughs> breastfed, but she does like mama's milk pumped, so I suffer and pump for her, and then um, Alejandro's always on me, you know? He can't get enough of it, this poor guy. Um, <laughs> he's my little boy. But I wish I could give them fully, but they both eat a lot and there's two kids and there's really only so much I can do and so I'm I think okay with that mental space of where we're at as a family and I know that you know at the end of the day I have to work and do things and you know this is just kind of what it is and it's easier for sure for me and it works for our family so that through the night my husband can help feed and during the day I can have you know any of the family members come and help me without it being a hundred percent me all the time you feel a little bit of mom guilt right? When it comes to at least I do. And then I think even worse than that is when I have other women, which hopefully they're not doing this intentionally, you know, especially this specific woman in my head example. She was talking to me about how she was able to fully breastfeed all of her kids. They didn't know what a bottle was and how great it was and how it was her pleasure to do that. And she's telling me this as I'm telling her how it is that it's working for our family. So it was kind of difficult to hear. She told me it not once. This was like the third time she's telling me. And I'm just like, are you telling me to make me feel bad? Are you telling me to show off? Like, why are you telling me again? 
So it just gives me a little bit of that guilt, like not being able to do that for them. And I have to always constantly remind myself that I am a badass and I did everything that I could. And, you know, had I known what I knew now, then maybe things had been a little bit different. But at the end of the day, I did the best I could with the information I had. And now I'm still doing the best that I can. And I need to constantly remind myself of that and not let other people's judgment reflect on the things that I do as a woman. You know, I also feel a little bit of mom guilt sometimes just not being 100% with my kids like I was in those first three months. You know, I've obviously officially started working again and with COVID kind of coming up a little bit, events are starting to come back and I have to work. I have things to do and I also have errands to run because no one else is doing my grocery shopping and all the errands I need to do and all the returns and making sure my kids have enough of everything that we need. Formula, diapers, I mean, you name it, right? I have things that I need to do as a mother and sometimes I feel like I get a little comments here and there like, oh, you're out doing this or oh, you're actually doing that and I can't even say who these comments are from, but I hear those things. They give me a sense of like, man, should I be home more? Should I be doing this? But then I'm like, but then who's going to do it? As women, sometimes we need to be a little bit more relaxed with our comments on the way that we say things because mom guilt is like truly a thing even if we know we're doing the best we can for whatever reason i feel like we still put all this pressure on ourselves to perform and to do better and all of that as of last week me and my husband we got a nanny and we had originally from the beginning when i first got pregnant had been trying to hire a nanny i think back in like january yeah in january we were running the interviews and the kids were going to be born in june we knew we were looking early but we wanted to make sure we gave ourselves enough time and we had found one that we truly loved and with all this COVID stuff, we just really couldn't do it. Not only did we not want to have anybody in the house, but it just wasn't something that we felt we could have at the moment. We did get one because we're both in the hospitality industry. We're both working more and we only have her three times a week. But let me tell you, it has been such a huge relief, even just on the first week alone with how we're running as a family in this household. You know, my husband has more time to work. I have more time to work. Our kids are getting the attention and everything that they need. We're still here home with them because we still luckily both work from home. Those are just kind of those things. And, you know, as much as I would love to be home with them and be with them 24-7, that is not my reality. I have to work and I want to work. And I think that that's one of the bigger things that I really want to work. I love what I do. I love my business. I love all the branding things that I'm doing. And all of it takes a lot of time and learning to tell myself that when I'm with my kids, I'm 100%. When I'm at work, I'm 100%. And just learning to kind of pocket myself and knowing that whatever I'm focusing on in that moment, it's getting 100% of my attention, which is really hard because when the nanny wasn't here, I was trying to do my kids and working at the same time. And I was just feeling very frustrated and unsuccessful at the end of every day. And now I feel like I'm getting things done. I'm feeling more productive and I feel better when I'm with my kids because my brain is on work and I'm better when I'm working because my brain isn't on the kids right and so that's kind of how I'm feeling with the whole thing and so but again it's that constant reminder of yes if I spent all my time with them is that okay for my sanity I think as me as a person I know myself where I know that I cannot spend 24 7 doing only one thing and that's just only work or only my kids or only errands or only you know what I mean like I need a little bit of everything like I really feel like I need to well, I felt like I needed to start working out I was working out five days a week um, before and five days a week Monday through Friday and then Saturdays I ran events and to me event day was always workout day right so I was literally super active 
And obviously with not only COVID, but having the kids, of course, I had kind of really decreased that. And I had been working out until the doctor told me that it was no longer safe because of the twins. And so, which was 30 something weeks, by the way, like I went as long as I could for sure, but then I haven't really been able to fully pick it back up again. And now that, you know, we're hoping that once the nanny's trained and she's good with the kids, in another week or two, I'll be able to start working out here at home and just kind of getting back into my own routine. And again, feeding myself because we always talk about it, but it's true. We need to feed ourselves. We need to make sure that we are okay to be able to take care of our families and be the rock that our family needs us to be. I try to remind myself constantly to not have mom guilt. And I now understand what the term is because I feel like before all of this, I would have told you, yeah, I mean, whatever, I have to work, I have to work, the kids have to figure it out. And then now I understand that I'm like, no, I want to be with them, but I need to work, but I need to do my stuff and I need to provide for them. And I also need to show them. And I think that that's key, right? Because a lot of us grew up with working parents and we saw the struggle and we saw what it was like and we wanted a better life for our kids. But we also need to show our kids what it is to work hard and to get stuff. And, you know, I think that that's what my hard work and my husband's hard work is eventually going to teach them. I also want to eventually make my kids their own food. I just get a lot of comments on that from my from family. And I'm just like, guys, I want to try to do everything. But if at the end of the day, I don't have time and no one's here to help me, which is another thing, by the way. People say they're going to help, and when they get to it, they don't, like when it happens. Before the kids were born, I had a lot of volunteers in terms of family, you know what I mean? And now I understand, like, when they're born, it's a lot to have two kids, guys. Like, it's not easy. So I understand, you know, and not one person can take care of them. Like, I can take care of them, and my husband can take care of them on our own, but there are kids, you know, like, we know them, we know what they have to do, and we know that it's difficult, obviously, for others. But a lot of people say they're going to help and then, you know, when it comes down to it, they don't. And that's okay because at the end of the day, we have our kids and they're for us and we need to obviously take that responsibility on. But sometimes, you know, as parents, dude, we want to break, especially moms. We do so much. How is it that when David, my husband, goes out and wants to work out, nobody says anything to him? Nobody who's here helping us with the kids, not the nanny, not family, not friends. If David goes to work out, everyone's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's so great that he still gets, he does that and da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. And then I go to work out and I get a million questions and a million things. And, oh, are you sure you're going to leave the kids alone for an hour? And I'm like, oh, first of all, I'm not leaving them alone. There's somebody here to take care of them. Or the nanny's here or David's inside. You know, oh, David's inside. Oh, he's such a good dad. And I'm like, okay, yes. He is an amazing father. I really cannot take take that away from him. There's a lot of things I I, uh, I hit him with. He knows I hit him hard sometimes. But being a good dad, I mean, that is him. Like, he takes his time with our kids. He wants to make sure he has a relationship with each of them. But nobody questions him when he goes to do something. But everyone questions me. If I'm going out to work or I need to do a meeting or whatnot, I get questioned. But if he does, it's like, oh, yeah, David has to work. And I'm like, and what about me? Do I not have to work? I also bring in income to this household. <laughs> is this still like old gender roles? Is that what we're still dealing with? You know what I mean? And, and obviously it is. And it's just crazy to me because that, that guilt sits behind my head. Because sometimes I'm like, should I not be doing these things? And then I, again, I always have to sit there and remind myself, I am a badass, right? <laughs> I am a badass. And this is what I do. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to manage it all. And I'm going to make it look flawless. Because for me, it is all about balance. I'm going to make sure that I'm feeling good, that my kids are feeling good, and that I'm doing everything. But at the same time, at the end of the day, when I put my head on my pillow, I want to make sure that myself, 
my husband, and my kids are happy with what I'm doing. If those four people are not happy, well, myself, right, included, but if, if my nuclear family is not happy with the way that I'm running things, then that's where I'm going to change something. And that's what I need to constantly remind myself. And I think as mothers, we, we need to constantly remind ourselves, or as a woman, you know, that you are doing enough, you are doing everything that you have to do. And yes, applying that pressure to ourselves does make us better. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we cut ourselves some slack because I don't think I've met a mother who isn't giving her 100%. I only say that because, and excuse the noise, guys, I had to get away and go outside and do this podcast because inside, if you go in there, you will hear crying children. So excuse the background noise there real quick. But another comment I had gotten was about sleep training the kids. The kids are officially now in their fourth month. And I had read already that in their fourth month, you know, you could sleep train them and and start getting them, you know, on a better schedule and all of that. So I had put out this comment on one of my Facebook groups of twin moms of how they did it, asking just a ton of questions because I have my daughter, Ariela, who sleeps very well and Alejandro, who doesn't. I wanted to see how they did it because when you put both of them in the same room, if one's super loud, wakes up the other. So I just had a ton of questions on that. And literally the first comment I got was, you shouldn't sleep train your kids until they're four months. And I put this out, by the way, like I forgot to mention, two weeks before they were like four months. And I literally wanted to write back to the lady and I'm like, lady, I am doing my pre-research and getting ready for this four-month mark. And I didn't say anything because I'm like, she's a troll, right? Like, obviously, (laughs) Karen, go get a life. But I'm like, why is she so opinionated? If I want to sleep train my kids at three, (laughs) three months and two weeks, then I should be able to. But I didn't say anything to her. Again, I was the, I was the bigger person, which is hard sometimes, right? I think it's hard for all of us to be the bigger person. But <laughs> I really wanted to, you know, just learn how to sleep train them. And, and obviously, you know, I've read a lot. I've seen a lot of videos. And, you know, I think we're slowly starting to figure it out and see the other side of this sleep thing hopefully soon, right? Because the more we sleep, the better we are. I feel like that's me. I tell my husband, I'm like, if I sleep, I can do anything. If I don't sleep, I can't do anything. And he's not like that. So he doesn't really quite understand my sleep, my desire to sleep. So, and as moms, we also have all this pressure to like have our kids hitting milestones. Oh, what are they supposed to be doing this month? And what are they supposed to be learning this time? And there's like all this pressure to be teaching them and learning, especially when they're this age. I get a lot of questions like, oh, are they doing this yet? And are they doing that yet? Oh, they should be. And I'm like, how do you know what my kids should be doing? We're doing as best as we can here. And and mind you, my kids developmentally are exactly where they should be, according to my pediatrician and everything that I've read. But, you know, my kids are also preemies. So there's a few things here and there that I need to make sure that I account for when it comes to that. And I just don't feel like anybody should be judging where we're at. And that's just kind of, you know, my thoughts on mom guilt. I'm just so astounded sometimes by what is going on out there and the comments I'm hearing from other women to women. And as women, we need to be nicer to each other, whether it's moms or not. And you know what? My opinion with everything like I did on my last podcast is screw it. We're good moms. Who can tell us otherwise? It is a constant reminder. I have to tell myself it's not something that comes naturally still. But I just think that it is what it is. And that's and, and we're, we're all good moms and we're all doing the best we can. And we're here to raise, you know, really great human beings. And I think that's my goal in life is to raise just a really, really good human beings. That's like my number one thing. May they be kind to others. May they be, yes, intelligent for sure. 
may they always love their mom dad and siblings i always tell sibling right in this case because it's got one each and that's my prayer for them what that i do with them every night to god and, and and that's what we pray but i just want them to be just good human beings you know what i mean and then everything else will fall into line if they're just good human beings so i'm here to tell you ladies and myself screw it we're amazing forget what everybody else says <laughs> i'll see you girls on the next episode Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to chat with you guys soon. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to our next episode and follow my craziness on Instagram at ebjevents and at canal.twins. I promise you, something's always happening.